Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Nothing Much Podcast. I am your host, Joe, and this is my co-host, Ditch. And we are back for a second episode of fun-filled fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, this week, um, for our second episode, we are going to discuss some more on the new console generations, because we've got a bit more news about that. And then we've got some uh, wantings from famed developer Shigeru Miyamoto. If you don't know who that is, I suggest you go hang your head in shame. Or read a Wikipedia page. Yeah, could do that too. Um, we're going to have a brief discussion on the Transformers movie series. Um, free comic book day is coming up, so we're going to have a little blurb on that. And then somewhere in there, probably at the end, since we ordered it that way, our favorite book series, The Dresden Files. So, sit back and prepare to enjoy our relevance for the next five minutes as guaranteed. Alright, so, earlier this week, um... We had some reports come out. Um, nothing confirmed yet, but apparently um, Sony and Microsoft are working on their new consoles. And sources are saying, obviously not confirmed, that um, the likely release date for them is in uh, 2014. That's pretty far off compared to the suggested release date for the... We too, or Project Cafe, or whatever it's going to be called. I'm hearing um, they're, I mean, beyond the official Project Cafe, that they're talking about Stream in there. Oh uh, yeah, that one too. Yeah, we'll see what happens in the end. Um, I, I don't kind of blame them because obviously, like Sony was talking, they had like a 10-year plan or something for the PlayStation 3. Although we'll see how far that one rolls out. Yeah, And then apparently Microsoft has said the same as far as the Xbox 360 since they say they've extended it to a degree with the Kinect coming out. Yeah, the Kinect is sort of like um, an add-on that extends the life of the system itself, but I don't know how long that'll last considering the Kinect hasn't done that great. I, I think, it, at least from what I've heard, it's done pretty well, although a lot of what I hear is I hear a lot of non-360 uses as opposed to more for gaming. Yeah, that's the thing. If the Kinect was its own thing, not connected to the 360, it might have sold more. I mean, I, I don't know for sure because I don't have a Kinect, but from what I've seen, all of the uses have like you said, not been so much for gaming as they've been for cool things like recreating the piano scene from Big. Yeah. I mean, myself, I don't think the Kinect is a bad idea. I think Microsoft is definitely onto something there, but I think at this point, at least in this development cycle, we're definitely not seeing its full potential yet. Yeah. And then there's the PlayStation Move, which definitely didn't do very well. No, um, and that's the thing I'm kind of concerned about. Um, I think as we get into the next generation, we're already hearing at least rumors of it with the new Nintendo console, but I think to a degree, 
I don't want to say full-blown, but I think we're probably going to see a lot more gimmicks going on with new consoles. Well, yeah, they can't really increase the graphics as much as they already have. So they're going to have to rely on gimmicks. And if that means um, motion controls or a screen built into the controller, then they'll do what sells. Right. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting what's going to see. Um, I mean, like you say, I, I don't think, know if it's going to be this generation, but it's definitely going to be within, I say, the next few generations. We're definitely going to hit a threshold as far as graphics go. Yeah. Have you seen the, uh, I don't know if you've looked, but have you seen the previews for, um, like, I want to say the Unreal 4 engine? I haven't, actually. Yeah, you'll have to check that out. I mean, it looks good. I mean, it's definitely going to be a next next generation thing. And that's probably where our threshold is going to be. Oh, yeah, these look really good. Yeah. Um, we might get more than that. Um, let's see. I don't know... Um, because I really can't think of any CGI movies that really match up to that level. I almost want to say Final Fantasy, you know, regardless of how badly it bombed. Yeah. I mean, I think that's almost pretty much going to be our apex currently of CGI technology. Yeah, I have to agree there. I mean, as technology improves, we might get better. But for now, I think they're going to have to focus more on the gimmicks. It's going to be definitely gimmicks. And, you know, hopefully to a degree, um, I would definitely say the Wii is bad about this. But I don't think it's Nintendo's fault directly, but, you know, more about gameplay. Yeah. Because um, that's what's really going to have to hold. And, I mean, we're definitely going to be able to do more in the future with new consoles and whatnot. But hopefully, you know, we're not going to reach um, a creative threshold. Yeah, that'd be nice. Though, I think with a built-in screen, there are a lot of really cool things that they could potentially do. Like, I was thinking about it the other day, and I remembered games on the GameCube like Four Swords and Crystal Chronicles that required you to have a Game Boy Advance for each player and uh, one of those Game Boy Advance connector cables. But with a built-in screen and the controller, you wouldn't need something like that. I, I can see it both ways. Um, as you know, I got an iPod Touch. So, um, obviously, being a gamer, I downloaded a few games for it. Amazingly, one of the games available for it is a redone version of Mega Man 2. Oh, how does that um, work? Basically, you know, the touchscreen is the controller. You know, it's got little, almost like a thumb pad for it, and it's got the buttons. And wow. this just might be me. I'm sure other people will have been able to do it, but I just can't get a handle on it. Hmm. I mean, it's just, not, I, I think I'm missing that tactile touch there of having the buttons. Oh, yeah, because, like, having an actual button is different from having a virtual button yeah. on the screen. So I really couldn't do Mega Man 2. However, later down the line, I also got Secret of Mana. And uh -huh. I've been able to, I mean, obviously that's a different style than Mega Man 2, but, you know, that's been perfectly fine for me.
I I need to get get back to Secret of Mana at some point. I am ashamed to say that I have never finished it. I've barely even played it, so you're not I the mean, only I one. I used to get it all the time. I would say more than likely, at least within the Super Nintendo generation, Secret of Mana was my first big obsession. Yeah, right. I mean, I used to rent that game all the time until somebody. And yeah, you never. Beat I it. never beat it. Well, ultimately, what happened was I. I mean, I can't say for certain, but it just never got back to the rental place, so I was never able to rent it again, and I um, just never was. I just never ended up buying it, my own copy. That's tragic. But then one day I saw it was on iTunes for about four dollars or so it's like hey yeah i can get that that's a very good deal considering but in any case moving on yeah okay so apparently somebody i forget who off the top of my head and i'm sure it's somebody really easy to remember was talking with shigeru miyamoto about um various things including the upcoming wii console or whatever it is Obviously, he didn't talk much about it other than it is obviously in production. And yeah. then that um, we're supposed to be getting some sort of announcement whenever they announce it. Yeah. But apparently, uh, some. Go and... ahead. Oh. Well, he mentioned that because a lot of people are making, you know, news posts about it, he said to not believe everything you read because. Some of them are just rumors, and others are actual things. So, I guess we'll have to wait for, oh, yeah, for that. But that aside, um, you can continue. <laughs> yeah, but uh, one thing he was talking about was, um, you know, the Nintendo 3DS, you know, which is obviously the big thing right now, and um, how he'd like to see, and maybe, hopefully, possibly even in development. Cross your fingers. Um, Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past in uh, 3D. I love Link to the Past, and I would love it in 3D. You know, I think that was like one of the first games I got for my Super Nintendo. It was good. First game. I actually had, I don't remember them all now, but I actually got six games when I first got my Super Nintendo. I was lucky. I got Doctor and Yoshi's Island. Uh, I all I remember right now is I had. Link to the Past, and I also somehow, I'm sure this was Mom who got it, had Wheel of Fortune for <laughs> the first games we had. Obviously, I got Utters, and, you know, I didn't think of, uh-huh. I'm not sure where it is at the minute, but I think I still got Breath of Fire somewhere. Ah, oh, Breath yeah. of Fire. The series Capcom always neglects. But, um, anyways, um, so... Um, and then he's also said something about um, possibly having more uh, 3D uh, remakes in the future. I would be entirely for that. I mean, the 3D stuff is nice. And actually, I think it would work really well as uh, 3D where, where you can just go in and download a 3D remake of a Super Nintendo or NES game. You know, that would definitely be sweet. Yeah, I'd be willing to spend five or ten bucks on, say, 3D Punch-Out or 3D Yoshi's Island. 3D Yoshi's Island would be crazy. It would 
be so good. Yoshi's Island is probably my favorite game ever, so having it in 3D would be like a dream come true almost. Especially when you touch fuzzy and get dizzy. Yeah, get dizzy in 3D. You wouldn't even have to go down to your local dealer anymore. <laughs> and if you turn the 3D slider all the way up, you can get really Indeed. dizzy. Maybe we should be concerned about little kids playing now. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. We'll have to see. Consult your doctor. Okay, and moving on. Um, earlier this week, for those of you who care, they uh, previewed Shockwave, the villain for Transformers Dark of the Moon. Good old Shockwave. Shockwave. I think, you know, considering, you know, obviously it's not going to be the same, but he really looks like the old Shockwave, you know, for the most part. Yeah, I mean... This- Besides the fact that he's a big, giant, black robot with all this weird armor going on, he does look a lot like the original. You know, I, I think, um, you know, one thing, like, the Megatron controversy when they were first showing him way back when probably helped a lot. Yeah. I remember people being angry about Optimus Prime looking way too much like a person with a visible mouth. And yeah, I wasn't worried too much about Prime. I was willing to buy that a little bit. Um, yeah. Uh, but Shockwave, he's a Cyclops. He's got his gun on. <laughs> looking good. And apparently, I don't know if you heard this, but Leonard Nimoy, despite being retired, uh-huh. is voicing Sentinel Prime. Yep. Oh, really? Coming out of retirement for Transformers. Wow. Well, apparently, um, I know you aren't involved, but he also replayed his uh, role of William Bell on Fringe again. But oh, he really? also did voice work for that because when they showed him, um, he was uh, a cartoon. Huh. So it sounds like um, he's doing like he's still doing some voice work. Obviously, these aren't terribly big roles, although we'll have to see. Yeah. What Sentinel Prime comes out to be in Transformers, but um so Leonard Nimoy may not be fully retired yet. That's pretty surprising because I thought his last role was um, Master Zehanort in Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, but and that was also a voice role, so if he's still just doing voice roles then that's pretty great. I mean, um, I think he kind of fiddled on that because he was retired, and then he said, "Oh, hey, yeah, I'm doing something on Fringe again." And then yeah. for here recently, I'm not sure when it was announced that he said he was uh, in Transformers. Huh. So, be interesting to see. Yeah, uh, definitely. I didn't see the second one, so I might see this one if Hunter Nimoy is involved. I'm hoping that. The third one is at least the storyline is better than two, or at least yeah. Well, go ahead. The press releases have said that it'll be a bit more serious than the previous ones, and that's what kind of gets me. At, you know, to go off on a little tangent. Um, I'm sure you know, but um, you know, Transformers, obviously decent movie. I had absolutely no problems yeah. with that. Uh, Revenge of the Fallen, I thought, you know, it was a pretty good action flick, but my God, was that story dumb. And here's what gets me about it. 
Um, I, I think you may know, I'm sure you'll know the names when I say them, but Alex Kurtzman and Roberto Orsi were the writers for Revenge of the Fallen. Those yeah. guys. And what really gets me is, what else did those guys write earlier that year? Star Trek. Ah. Uh. And so it's like, okay, you know, I, I won't say that Star Trek, you know, 2009 didn't have its flaws, but... You look at Star Trek, you know, which was a pretty damn good movie. And then you yeah. look at Revenge of the Fallen, and it's like, what went on here, guys? Yeah, seriously, what happened there? It's like, okay, um, I like you guys, but um, I think you need to stay with J.J. a bit. <laughs> like, yeah, was it more of the fault of the producers or the director? I, I, that's something I would like to know. I mean, don't get me wrong... I think of all the people in the world, I do think Michael Bay was a good choice to do the Transformer movies. Yeah, they haven't been that bad. I mean, the first one, I mean... I mean, like I said... Second one. If you were... I mean, it, the second one was definitely long. But, I mean, if you could definitely like cut out a lot of material, it is a pretty fair action flick, but it's just like... The story is just dumb. Yeah. At least we got giant robot action. Yeah, and and that's another thing that gets me just, uh, you know, finish this up real quick. I forgave the first one for not doing it because, you know, at the time they were still just testing the technology. But in the second one, Uh the only thing I want out of this entire series, and I'm afraid I'm not going to get it now, is the ultimate Optimus Prime versus Megatron battle. Yeah. Well, maybe. I mean, we still may have a chance. And I'm hopeful, but, you know, like, the first one, you know, obviously, for the most part, Megatron got Prime. Yeah. And then in the second one, you know, Prime just wiped the floor with everybody, which was, to a degree, a little refreshing, but still. Hmm. Well, maybe we'll get something in this movie. Perhaps with music by Stan Bush in the background. Um, I think we can hang on. We'll just let Stan Bush stay in the 80s. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. I guess this new version of The Touch wasn't that uh, Sometimes it's better not to update things. Yeah. Yeah. Is. Okay, uh, moving on. Um, in a couple weeks here, we are ha- getting free comic book day. Yeah, two, two weeks. weeks. Mark your calendars for May 7th. Indeed. Support your local comics. And, you know, taking a look here, um, it looks like we got some pretty good ones. So we got uh, Darkwing Duck, Rescue Rangers. Yeah. Um, I see, obviously, you've got to love this one. They've got some... Uh, Mouse Guard. Yeah, and, and Dark, Dark Crystal. Crystal. Um, got some Atomic Robo. And of all things, I did not expect it. Inspector Gadget. <laughs> and, oh man, I, I kind of want to pick that one up just for nostalgia purposes. And then we have The Misadventures of Adam West. I have no idea what to expect from that from the title Indeed. alone. Sounds pretty incredible. And then, old favorite, The Tick. 
Yeah. So. Then, of course, there's comic standards like Spider-Man, Green Lantern. There's Sonic the Hedgehog, um, Bongo, Free for All. If you like The Simpsons. So, overall, it looks like a really good haul. Oh, yeah. So, you know, be sure to stop in your local shop, pick those up. Keep reading comics, people. Yeah. All right. Now with that little hawking out of the way, to move on to our final subject of this evening, the Dresden Files. Oh, the Dresden Files. Indeed. Um, just a short little blurb because, you know, really can't say too much right now because Dish and I were already caught up so far. And technically, yeah. don't, don't want to spoil, spoil anything. anything because there's like 12 books and they are really good. So, um, basically, um, if I remember right, no, wait. Although it's about a wizard named Harry Dresden, absolutely no relation to Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, I love how they poke fun of that, though. People are surprised to find out he's a wizard who is named mm-hmm. Harry. Um, takes place in Chicago, and he is a wizard PI, private investigator. You can find him in the yellow pages under wizard. Um, basically, it's a paranormal um, fantasy investigation series. Um, definitely urban fantasy, obviously, being in Chicago. Yeah. Um, oh, how to got crime lords and werewolves. Werewolves, among ghosts, other fairies, pizza. Um, more fairies. Fa- fairies. Yeah, there's quite a few fairies. Um, fairies vampires. and vampires. Yeah, definitely. Fallen angels. Don't give too much away. Everything's got fallen. Uh, Everything's got fallen angels these days, you know. I guess that's the big new thing. Uh, fallen angels and vampires. Just wait. I'm sure. Sh- Other exciting things. Indeed. But anyways, um, just throw it out there. You know, we're not doing a terribly good job, but and we're also doing this completely unrehearsed. And you heard it here, folks. We yeah. never rehearse any of these, but given that we've only do t- have done two of them to date... That might change in the future. Got to bring up the production quality. Indeed. But we'll see. Uh, but seriously, The Dresden Files, if you haven't read it, you should do yourself a favor and check it out. Uh, basically, if you like books about detectives, if you like books about the supernatural, if you like urban fantasy, give them a check, folks. You know, Consult your local library. If you like wizards. Definitely wizards. If you like a lot of snarking, if you like your pop culture, check them out. Hit your local library. Like The first book in the series is called Stormfront. And if you need any help, the author is Jim Butcher. So, you know, go to your local library, say, hey, I want to get Stormfront by Jim Butcher. These guys on the internet recommended it to me. There's also a graphic novel adaptation if you like that sort of thing. Yeah, they just finished uh, Stormfront, so if you want to read it in comic form, you know, definitely hit that as well. 
And then there was that Sci-Fi Channel television series loosely based on... Which is available on Hulu.com. It's not quite as good as the books, but it's not bad. So if you want to check that out. Yeah, I'd say it's actually a good gateway because that's what I saw first before I actually read the series. And definitely did good a good job of getting me interested. Yeah, I just heard you talking about it. So then I went out and I picked up the first three books in a box set. Best decision you ever made. All right. Well, for now, that is our show. So um, hopefully we will have a more varied content next week, you know, other than just video games. And I guess we had a movie and some literature in there. Yeah, quote-unquote literature. But then again, hopefully next week will be a bit more exciting as far as news goes. All right. Um, I'm Joe. And we are out for the night.